0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, August 10th. On this date in 1962, a Marvel Comics superhero made his debut in issue 15 of Amazing Fantasy. That superhero was none other than Spider-Man. On this date in 1993, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was sworn in as the second female justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. She served on the high court until her death in 2020. And here's your morning trivia. People of a certain age might remember the classic TV series Candid Camera. The show made its debut on ABC on this date in 1948. But Candid Camera was not its first title. Can you guess the original title of the show back then? I'll have that answer in just a few minutes. But first, it's hot out there. Let's check in on your first alert forecast. And good Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Today is a first alert weather day. Another heat advisory in effect across Charleston County where heat index could exceed 110 degrees. That's the threshold for the heat advisor. It doesn't mean elsewhere we won't get really hot and you don't need to be extra cautious. Uh, definitely the case for today. Be careful out there. Make sure you're staying hydrated. Highs today up to 97 degrees will be a slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm, especially north of I-26. Even this morning, can't really that out later on so be on the lookout for that otherwise hot and humid high today 97 degrees with the wind out of the west at 10 to 15 a little bit more of a breeze but a hot one today scattered showers and storms possible tomorrow at 93 and then hot and mainly dry for our weekend United Way's Young Leaders United
1: Annual School Supply Drive is in full swing. The nonprofit purchased around 1,200 backpacks for hundreds of deserving students from low-income families in the Tri-County area.
2: The backpacks are filled with much-needed supplies, and volunteers have been packing the supplies for two days, with that process now coming to an end today.
1: And our Destiny Kennedy is at Trinit United Way in North Charleston.
2: Destiny, what can students receiving these backpacks expect to find in those bags?
3: Good morning, Nick and Shelby. Students can expect to find the typical supplies like paper, pencils, and a special note written by volunteers wishing them a happy school year. Trident United Way's Young Leaders United Annual School Drive started at the end of June and went through mid-July. Parents and schools in need have the opportunity to apply for these essential backpacks. The packing process began at the beginning of August with the goal of making sure every bag is ready just in time for the new school year. UPS will directly deliver the backpacks to those students in need by next week. These backpacks will also find their way to Trident United Way's resource connection centers in Berkeley and Dorchester counties. Advancement officer at Trident United Way Daniel Troth-German says providing the supplies not only helps those parents struggling, but also gives students confidence.
4: There are parents who are struggling to keep a roof over their child's head. You know, they're fighting eviction. And so having to not worry about getting, you know, the tools for the start of the school year, for the supplies that their kids need is really, you know, it's something that really helps families out. They don't need to worry about where they're going to get those school supplies. And then kids going back to school, you know, they don't need to worry about their friends, you know, making fun of them or them not having the supplies that they need.
3: The three-day packing process will end today with a sip-and-serve packing celebration from 5.30 to 7.30 at Sagra at River Dog Stadium. If you're interested in any volunteer opportunities with Trident United Way, click this story at live5news.com. Reporting live in North Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News.
2: Destiny, thank you. If you're still trying to get your student ready for the school year, there are a couple of supply giveaways this week. Today, the Mike Costillo Law Firm is hosting its 10th annual book bag drive from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. You can see the address on your screen there. They'll be giving out 300 free backpacks with assorted school supplies like pencils, notebooks, paper, and more while those supplies last. And on Saturday over in Berkeley County, radio host Charlemagne the God is hosting a back to school supply drive and fish fry. I'll take, uh, it'll take place at Berkeley High School from noon to 3 p.m. There will be free food, backpacks, haircuts, and of course, some fish. Your child must be present to receive those
1: supplies. And the city of Charleston's annual school supply drive is this weekend and your time to help them get ready is running out. The first day festival is set to take place at the Gilliard Center and South Carolina Aquarium this Sunday, the 13th, from 1 to 4 p.m. Students will be able to pick pre packed bags of school supplies and have a little bit of fun, too. Families can get free tours of the aquarium as well as boat rides and a kid's zone. And you can even meet some of the Live 5 team there. School supplies can be donated until 5 p.m. today. There are several locations where you can drop those off, and those are right there on your screen. And for more locations, just visit our website, live5news.com, and click under the big red box. Well, here's a reminder that Live 5 is here to help you get your school year started off right. We'll have even more back-to-school coverage when Williamsburg County starts next Wednesday, August 16th. And it'll continue
2: when Beaufort, Berkeley, and Dorchester County start on Monday the 21st and Char- Charleston County on Wednesday the 23rd. So stay with us. All you need to know as your kids go back to school.
1: The mother, who Williamsburg County deputies say was trying to escape someone shooting at her, has now died. The county coroner's office has 49-year-old Doretta Ann Edie McKnight died after crashing into a ditch and being thrown from the car. According to the sheriff's office, Leroy Wilson, the man on your screen here, faces murder and attempted murder charges in that incident. Investigators say Wilson fired shots at the victim's truck while driving down Hemingway Highway Tuesday morning. McKnight's daughter was also in the car and was hurt during that Incident.
2: Today, a former visiting priest serving the Roman Catholic Diocese of Charleston will make an appearance in federal court. Jamie Aldolfo Gonzalez Farias. Uh, far was arrested in November and charged with aggravated sexual abuse of children, coercion of a minor, and transportation of a minor with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. The Roman Catholic Diocese of Charleston says it did not see any red flags when he came to the area. They say uh, they learned of the allegations in December of 2020, but believed that there was no reasonable ground to believe the allegations. Gonzalez Afarius could face up to life in prison for the charges.
1: A million-dollar investment has some Johns Islands residents concerned over the impact it'll have on traffic. The city of Charleston is considering 90 affordable housing units planned to go in behind the food line on River Road and Maybank Highway. Some residents say that the roads have not been able to keep up with the developments causing more traffic but the city is not planning on stopping as it looks to invest one million dollars into the infrastructure and if the 90 units get approval the city plans to bring 40 more affordable housing units to the area
2: charleston leaders are working towards change after a department of transportation audit revealed the city has four of the top 10 10- most dangerous roads in south carolina yesterday the traffic and transportation committee listened to feedback from the public about a road safety plan the plan would bring things like all-way crossing uh, signals and freshly painted markings for intersection crosswalks as well as a new bike lane the city has previously shut down the idea of a bike lane saying the landscape isn't right instead they proposed changing King Street to a 14-foot-wide lane of traffic with extra space for parking. We need them everywhere, but it has to start somewhere. And King Street is centrally located. It is the worst place to drive or ride a bike from, from Calhoun and King down. It's, it's ridiculous that it should never have been two lanes to start with. Um, so if it starts there, it's going to spider out. The public still had concerns over the proposal in regards to speeding and sharing of the roadway. Council members say that they heard the concerns and will make changes as the project continues.
1: Traffic volume is not usually a major factor in designing residential streets. That's according to the South Carolina Roadway Design Manual.
2: So the question is, what are the factors that determine how our streets are designed? Our traffic anchor, Alicia Wimberly, she joins us now about the possibility in need of a road, possibly in need of a new design that's
5: driving more than one
2: customer crazy.
5: Yeah, good morning, Nick, and good morning, Shelby. A viewer actually wrote in to Live 5 about the lack of a turning lane on Latson Road and Lincolnville Road in Dorchester County, saying this. Why is there no turn lane there? Even at non-rush hour times, it's a mess to go through there. There are giant potholes along the side, and with no turn lane or arrow turn light, people are always pulling out and cutting you off. There are many businesses on Latson Road, and one that so happens to be directly across the street from this intersection, ProMed 1. Lori Robertson has worked at ProMed 1 for 16 years and has seen everything from speeding to even releasing video camera footage of accidents to the police at this very intersection. People end up in the woods. People have flipped over, upside down. I mean, there's no reason to go that fast on this road. Robertson says the mornings and evenings going home, cars stretch for miles along the intersection, and accidents happen out front of the business often. And instead of waiting, some cars even skip to the front of the line to turn right, and she says something more can be done to stop it. So it actually needs to be some sort of definite turn lane or a light, you know, something that's going to be very specific. We've reached out to the South Carolina Department of Transportation on the issue and asked about the requirements for adding a turning lane. But don't forget, you can let us know what's driving you crazy by just going on our website and clicking under this story.
2: Inlets in our local beaches, they can be a great spot to fish or to get a tan, but a dangerous place to swim. The Isle of Palms Fire Department says it's seeing more calls for water rescues lately, especially on the Breach and Dewey's Inlet. They say that more people want to check out sandbars and once they get out there they get stuck there are no lifeguards on the inlet and some areas have signs telling people swimming is prohibited iop officials are encouraging you to pay attention and think twice because you can also impact first responders safety
1: the U.S. Coast Guard is working to salvage a boat that sank, leaving crew members in need of a rescue. That boat sank Tuesday night about three miles off the coast of North Myrtle Beach. The Coast Guard said the boat is in 30 feet of water and has about 5,000 gallons of diesel fuel on board. Three crew members on board were rescued. Thankfully, none of them were hurt. The Coast Guard says that there are no reports of shoreline impacts, and the boat's owner is coordinating with local salvage to mitigate environmental and waterway impacts. Low mothers fear her son being bullied she tells us she's concerned about her special needs son going back to school because of that she says
2: that uh, other classmates have tr- been have taken bullying to a whole new level over the summer our emily johnson tells us more about what exactly occurred
4: Javen Jenkins is a 16-year-old student here at Lucy Beckham High School in Mount Pleasant, where he's gone for the last three years. Last month, Sharnetta Jenkins' nephew showed her a photo of her special needs son circulating on Snapchat. The Snapchat shows two of his classmates wearing t-shirts with printed photos of Javen's face alongside the words Fruit Bowl. According to Urban Dictionary, fruit bowl means a gay person or homophobic guy who says or does inappropriate things to other guys. Charnetta reached out to the Charleston County School District where she eventually discussed her concerns with Lucy Beckham High School assistant principal. The assistant principal told Charnetta she would reach out to the children and their parents about the social media post
5: disturbed me so bad, you know, that I couldn't even sleep. You know, I was kind of upset because I know my son, you know, I've been with him all his life. He is a special needs child, but um, he's a child and he shouldn't have to go through some of that stuff that they were putting him through. Mm -hmm. And I think they took it to another level when they posted it on a Mm T-shirt. Teasing a child is one thing, but posting it and making it visible to the public is another.
4: The Charleston County School District responded to our comments on this story, saying that the district is working with Lucy Beckham High School officials to determine the course of events. We are determined to addressing the concerns with care and in a way that properly supports our students and their families. Reporting in Mount Pleasant, Emily Johnson, Life 5 News.
0: At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1948, Alan Funt's Candid Camera premiered on ABC, but it wasn't originally called Candid Camera. The show had already been popular on radio, and it made its premiere on television with the title it used on radio. You're right if you guessed it was originally known as Candid Microphone. Celebrating birthdays on this Thursday. Longtime Days of Our Lives actor James Reynolds is 77. Actress Rosanna Arquette is 64. Actor Antonio Banderas is 63. Actor Lucas Till, TV's MacGyver, is 33. And reality TV star Kylie Jenner is 26. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
5: Morning Y'all is produced
2: every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates
0: 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.